Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. Check out our special deal. Try Blue Chew for free and use the promo code TMS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com with the promo code TMS to receive your first month free. Coming up on TMS, don't put all your eggs in the same a-hole. Get some Johnson & Johnson in your Johnson. Same story, irregardless of a man or lady parts. Assassin's Creed enema. I keep adding words. Wrecked them. Damn near scrambled them. Build a bot to lick your butt. What was the egg that broke the camel's anus? How do you make egg salad? <laughs> Warning, lacquer thinner is not, I repeat, not a hair care product. I still don't have arthritis. Thanks, Raisin. Do you like new country or racist country? Isn't there a chimp who is a detective called something chimp? Terminate. There should be only one Highlander film and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Police Commissioner Dryden speaking. This is Captain America. What's that? Where are you? Never mind that. Then he may walk to a pillow. The Morning Stream. We wish you were here. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to TMS, The Morning Stream, for Monday, March the 1st, 2021. Ah, yes. It's right around now that all our news stories began to be COVID-related, and we couldn't That's right. Yeah, one year ago, I think they were saying on the news today that uh, we had our first COVID death in the U.S. one year ago. Oh, geez. That person, we we should figure out who that, they should make a big deal about who that person is. You know what I mean? Like, the first one seems like a big deal when now we're at, what, 500,000 plus? 500,000, yeah. Uh, I don't know why. It feels like we ought to give that person more, uh, not credit, but more... Uh, <laughs> why? They were the ones who they were the ones who got us all infected. That's why would true. we give them any credit? What if that yeah. was somebody who just rubbed his face into a, like a Chinese cat and brought it over with him or something like that? Like, how right. do we know? Chinese we don't know. cat. Yeah, Chinese cats. That's how you get it, right? Listen, you rub your face listen, on Listen, we don't know. We, there, there's so much about COVID we don't know. Might have been. Might have been. Look. <laughs> Might have been. Chinese who, cat. Who knows anything? Nobody, nobody yeah. knows. Here's what nobody I know. Knows. I want, now that we're this far in and we are finally got vaccines going around and uh, mm-hmm. all that, I want the Johnson & Johnson one. Because for, it's Johnson? Well, for three specific reasons. Number one, single dose. I'm into that. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Number two, longer shelf life. So they last longer. They're a better alternative. Mm-hmm. Number three, it's got the name Johnson in it twice. <laughs> so if you combine it with mine, we got the triple J. We're in. We're good. Right. Yes. That's what I Listen, want. 
I don't care which one I get as long as I get it soon. And it's looking like there's a potential. Oh, yeah. The people are reminded the Johnson & Johnson one is like slightly less effective than the Moderna and the Pfizer. Oh, well, by, by slightly, what do they mean? Like, is it a percentage 70% thing or? versus 90%. Oh, interesting. 95%. I'll, yeah. take my, I'll take my... Uh, yeah, I guess it's not not a not an insignificant amount, but um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, no the the way Colorado is looking, it's it's um, there's potential that I might be able to get my well that that my age group gets uh, the ability to start scheduling appointments for the vaccine on March 21st. Oh, if it's not bad, things go things go well. So <laughs> in three weeks, I could be getting in line for for my vaccine yeah around here we're we're all being told uh for our range we're being told april early april or something yeah. so probably, yeah. probably, so probably right pretty close time. to that yeah yeah but uh i'm here to confirm i i talked about this a week ago and uh i'm here to confirm in my hot little hands is oh, yeah. a look at you ps5 uh controller that's all i got i brian, just got a ps5 brian did it he pulled it off you pulled it off man i pulled it off i got the ps5 it's sitting here yeah, you got uh, you got the, what'd you, uh, what'd you buy? Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, uh, with about fifteen minutes played on it because yeah. this was a bad weekend for me to get <laughs> to get a game machine. Sure, to get a new game machine. I have no time. I had no time this weekend. Did you play the lady so, or the man? Lady or man? Uh, I have the anima choosing whichever storyline. So right now I'm playing the lady. I'm in the fifteen, the first fifteen minutes of the lady. Well, you will always play the lady unless you change it. So the way it works oh, really? in that particular game is it has this option. Mm-hmm. Did you call it anima? Because you've been playing a lot of Warcraft. I think oh, I've been playing it. a lot of Warcraft. The yeah. animus. Animus. There you go. So yes. what you do is you you there's a thing in the pause menu where you can flip it at will. So mm-hmm. you can be okay. a dude the entire time, lady the entire time. It doesn't matter. And you can switch anytime. You could be in the middle of a fight and now you could see, go, I want to be a lady right now. And you can just well, there were th- be a lady. There were three choices when I got into it. And it says, always plays the lady, always plays the dude, or let the animus decide based on the storyline. But you're, what you're describing is the middle thing, right? Yeah. So, well, the middle thing is just them... It's just random. They're not. They're not doing anything. Oh, special. okay. It's not going to like flip me over to the dude storyline. If um, no, no. you know, once I get so far in the campaign for no, there okay. is only one. Right. There is one story campaign, and you are either gotcha. irregardless of your uh, lady or man parts. Mm-hmm. Same story. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. Now here's here's what I really like about this. Yeah, I've been playing so much uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising. The, the interface for this is very similar. Like you get that same HUD. You got, I know it's both. They're both Ubisoft. Right. So right. that makes it. In difference. fact, this team, the team that made Phoenix Rising is the team that made the last Assassin's Creed game, Odyssey, which is a, also set in ancient Greek. But yes, mm-hmm. the DNA of Assassin's Creed is all over those Phoenix Rising. Levels. All over Phoenix yeah. Rising, which is great. I, I like playing both games. So I'm, I, that's actually a nice uh a nice uh, uh breeze into this first ps5 game yes chad i said irregardless and i regret it okay i got it <laughs> it came out i even heard myself do it and went no 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 scott you know it's regardless and then i kept going and now i regret it terribly i'll take it to my grave you're you're irredeemable scott I'm irredeemable or am i redeemable hmm <laughs> well i'm glad you picked it up i'm a little surprised or remind the folks why uh, brian's such a spider-man fan i was sure you'd get that spider-man game first uh, it was uh, Assassin's Creed was on sale. 
Oh, and there you so go. I'm like, oh, we'll get it on sale. And um, but as soon as I see Miles Morales on sale, I'll pick that up. I do have the the PS4 Spider-Man game, and I'm guessing I think there's what a five PS5 upgrade for that. No, I can no. Um, okay, so it's just the. I think if you get a special version of the Miles Morales, when you get a PS5 yes. version of the, yes. that's what it is. That okay. is the case. It's a weird deal. Special People version. were mad about that because they couldn't. Because Sony, it felt like Sony was being really weird about it. But I'm, I yeah. think that's how it is now. As you upgrade to, you know, plat- platinum edition of Miles Morales or whatever it is, gets you the, the full, right. the full the Spider-Man. Cool. Yeah. Um, I do like Matuba in the in the chat room. Just asked. Uh, always wondered why Coverville is not part of the Instance Podcast. No, you really don't. You shouldn't <laughs> wonder. There's really no reason to wonder at all because uh, for the for, for the uh, great reason, the recent reason of me calling the the thing in Assassin's Creed Anima. <laughs> I, He's been on there before, though. It was like one I've of our on, first guest things couple, way back in the day. A couple times. Yeah. yeah. And, before, uh, before TMS even happened, you were on there. That was a while ago. Um, yeah. Oh, free No Man's Sky upgrade? Awesome. Okay. Oh, yeah. That. Get that. That looks great on next-gen consoles, by the way. Looks fantastic on there. Cool. Yeah. And it's basically... Oh, you have to buy it. Oh, no, no. You already own it. No, he's saying it's free. Yeah, I've already got No Man's Sky on the PS4, so... Yeah, it's on my end. It's on Game Pass. I bought it it twice because I bought it, played it, sold it, and then all the new stuff came out, and I was like, oh, now I want to play it again. And so I rebought it, but I bought a used copy. Yeah. Well, this new your update will be like sixty frames plus and just beautiful. Nice. Have some cool. ray well, I'm not on. on a, I'm not on a 4K TV down here. I'm on a uh, Toshiba flat screen um, 1080p Amazon Fire TV 1080p for sure. Yeah, yeah. that'll run. It'll still look. It'll, it'll still, still look, look great. Nice. Yeah, you'll still have a really fast frame rate. Um, uh, you won't run at 4K, but you'll have great frame rate. You'll have uh, ray tracing business going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can now tame little pets in that game. Cool. So run around can they do anything world. for me? Can they go retrieve materials for me? No, they can lick your uh, your dirty bumhole. They can lick your dirty, oh, well, dirty that's, bumhole. That's all right. I guess I was trying to build a machine that was going to do that. So now I can. <laughs> you were stop working that on crafting that. on something else. Yeah, you were yeah. crafting that. You had to go out and get all the little bits and parts for it, but not now. That's or right. they can and, retrieve. And by snacks. the way, since we're answering questions from the chat room like yeah. this is an ask uh, a call now segment yeah crestwaller asks how are the rum raisins going first let me clarify crestwaller they're gin soaked raisins that's funny and you I'm said on... clarify and gin in the same sentence because uh, clarify we learned a right. lot about claire, claire and gin the other day boy claire and gin found uh <laughs> new love together on on uh friday afternoon yeah, if you missed our game, if you missed our play date, I don't even know what to tell you. She she keeps apologizing. She doesn't need to. You were hilarious. You were very funny. You were hilarious. Day. Yes, you were certainly in the tankeray. You is were, where you were. That's where you were. Exactly right. Anyway, sorry, you were. Uh, anyway, so I'm on day two of uh, gin soaked raisins, and uh, went and bought some golden raisins. I had some gin, der, mm. and uh, uh, I've had them now for two days, and I got to tell you, uh, no arthritis. So wait I a didn't minute. have it before, but I still don't. <laughs> you still don't have it. So hold on, wait. What's the? I thought they had to sit longer. No, what's the total time they sit and soak? Um, forty-eight hours, I think, is how long they're supposed to soak. Oh. And I gave them twenty-four before I got into them. But I thought it was like a week or something. I thought it was a long time. Well, Did I have that wrong? I don't know. I was I just really excited to get into. <laughs> You're just the, excited uh, to get the gin. <laughs> into the gin. <laughs> 
Let's see here. Can gin-soaked raisins help arthritis? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, the recipe. Place a box of golden raisins into a shallow container. Cover the raisins with gin. Let the raisins soak in gin for a few weeks until oh, the gin evaporates. That's oh, it was. it was weeks. All right. right. Well, weeks. Okay. So I guess I'll put it. Because uh, it was that evaporate part that mattered. That was important. That it yeah. So I guess everything. I have to leave. Right now it's in like a, a Tupperware thing on the counter. So I guess I'll just take the lid. They won't evaporate if I have the Tupperware lid on there. So I guess I have to. Yeah, because eventually what you want is raisins with gin, not gin with raisins, which is what you're doing right now. Is just having- <laughs> it's like I'm eating a bowl of Lucky Charms, but instead of milk, it's gin. And instead of Lucky Charms, it's raisins. <laughs> Um, well, but all, all that being said, I'm using, a, I'm using a fork and scooping a bunch so all the gin falls back out. Uh, but I assume when you're, I assume there's still some transference of like you can tell that there's these have been soaking well, in gin even at this stage, right? Oh, for sure. I'm getting yeah. they're they're they've uh, puffed up a little bit, um, and there's a definite gin flavor to those raisins. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, there you go. Right. Well, yes. weeks, days. What's the difference? It's fine. Yeah. All right. So I, you know what? I'll give it. I'll let them, I won't touch any more until April Fool's Day. There you go. So one month from today. Oh, okay. That'll work. Oh, hi, dear. Hi. Oh, hello. <laughs> I think you were on camera there momentarily, although no one saw you because I was on Brian's camera. Do you want to come say hi? Oh, well, I saw her. Here she is. Hi. She came and stole Whoa. some paper. You ever seen paper? You Look ever steal it. paper? You ever steal paper? Remember that from Waterworld? Remember that? Remember. You remember? Okay. <laughs> anyway, well, it's nice to see it. You take all the paper you need. Okay, is that all you need? That's all, I need. all right, we're we're cool. a, we're an Office Max and a full service uh, company here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> she hates that we don't have a printer that works anymore. I don't. I want to be printer free. I hate printers. I hate. I them. know you do, but I'm there's done. still some things you gotta have one printer in the house. Do I though? Do I? Sure. Yeah. I mean, look at all right. So right now, when you have to send out some some prints, you go to the post office with your with your addresses. What do you do? Have it like on a on a QR code on your phone and then just scan the QR code and it prints out your well, labels. Or it depends. To- like in, so most of that, most of that, um, uh, most of those, the logistics of st- sending stuff out from the store is being handled in Virginia by Dave. So he does most yeah. of that. Now, if I was Dave, I'd have to have a printer because yeah, okay. I'm, if I was pumping out multiple prints a day that were going to people every day, mm-hmm. then yes, I would have to have the printer if I was still doing all that stuff here. But because I'm not, the only time we've needed it in the last six months was something came up with like uh, this bank stuff. And oh, they were yeah. Like, Sign oh, the thing. Oh, yeah, with taxes and stuff. I mean, I yeah. guess. And I'm like, let's see, do it all electronically. Can... What's wrong with you people? DocuSign everything. Let's do it all electronically. The problem is that I've got clients who send me um, a PDF of my 1099 and my accountant doesn't do like doesn't have the setup for electronics. So she's like, can you print it out and bring it oh. to us? Oh yeah, see my account will do everything by digital. I guess yeah, yeah so it, it, it makes totally a difference depends. account. But I mean, here's a package. Here's here's my um, Elgato uh, streamer that I replaced. Yeah, that I put on eBay, sold, and this is going out. And I printed a label so I can stick in the mailbox today. Nice. How'd you do on that? Did you get good money for it? Do all right. Uh, yeah, actually, hundred and twelve bucks, and so eight dollars shipping priority mail. So hundred and four. So I basically paid. You basically rented uh, it for fifty bucks. <laughs> kind of yeah right yeah. yeah well done that's awesome dude seriously that's a great I price i thought you were gonna say oh, i had to let it go for 60 70 whatever but yeah no there are people who are doing uh make an offer for 60 and i just ignore them you, you know, have to ignore those people offer. dude because they always go 
I really like product you have. Uh, I yes. offer you this, but only tell me directly by text, and I use PayPal. Do not use eBay. I'm like, yes, we're exactly. on eBay. That's what eBay is yes. for, you dumbass. Right. Yeah. Or, or please use this address and not the one that I uh, had the winning bid with. Please. Yeah, I hate that. Oh, there's no scam going on there whatsoever. Yeah. And I'm, hopefully we're helping somebody when they're hearing this for the first time. Don't ever entertain those. Like sometimes someone may have yeah, an early no. bid, and that's fine. If they, if they're doing it through eBay, do it. Take it. If mm-hmm. if it's a mm-hmm. deal you want, like if they say, "Hey, I'll give you a hundred. Great. Now you do the process. And if you don't right. do, the, if they say, "Well, I'd really prefer." You know, we could go through Venmo and my personal phone uh, is my better way to communicate. No, no, go away, a-hole. You're cheating. Yeah, You're cheating it's, the system. Uh, it's becoming such a, this, this whole eBay thing is becoming such a nightmare because I'm having all those computers that I cleared off. Um, I set up a user, got in there, got the specs off of the, um, the about this Mac screen because some of that stuff you can't get through terminal um, right. without a user on there. Right. And then I did another wipe of the machine, like a zero out wipe, and set it up. So as soon as they open up, it's like you got it from the Apple Store. It says, welcome, hi, hello, and all these different yeah, languages. Bill and, Coleman and all that. Yeah. Yes. But now I'm getting so many people who are asking about um, battery cycles, and I can't find that out via terminal either. And one guy, you know, said, uh, threatened to send it back because of battery cycles. I'm like, go ahead, I'll just resell it. Hold on a second. Battery <laughs> cycles? They want because you couldn't give them that they information. Wanted, no, because I didn't get that. I didn't get that information off of the uh, the about this Mac screen when I got all the other info. So now I have to uh, go back in all of these and get battery cycle information. Boo! Repeat the whole process of creating a user on there. Oh, it's such a nightmare. That's a giant pain, dude. I hate people. People, people are the worst. <laughs> Yeah, people are the worst. Let's talk about people. people. The They're the worst. Yeah, I don't eBay, like them. eBay people are the worst. Um, all right, we got a couple. You of actually had stuff to talk about. Yeah, for we Tom. do, but it's fine. We, we, and by the way, if you're not a patron, I recommend being one because we just had a really great discussion about the Golden Globs um, yes. prior prior to all of this, and that's where we're gonna we're gonna let that live there. So yeah, if you we wanna, don't need to do any during the show talk about the Golden Globs. Yeah, but we we learned a lot about their format this year and Brian's take on it because I didn't watch it. <laughs> Um, also, it yeah, turns out Brian's a big softy. He's a big softy when it comes to the. Uh, Black I am. Panther. Yeah. I totally am, and f- people find out how I'm a big softy. Yeah, it's not as wiener like you were thinking. <laughs> it's definitely not. <laughs> All yeah. right, uh, yeah. check this out. We got an email from Sam Lady Shack 08 who said, "This, dear S and B, I just listened to your Jim Reeves phone call and a question on what happens to those old numbers. I used to work for a telemarketing company that took calls for reverse mortgage, coin collection." political and even american idols voting number uh we would be notified when the commercial would air and incoming calls would list what the call was for so this is interesting it's like a catch-all hmm. number or, or a you know a call center that would take all these calls you could be the same person and take american idol then a collector coin thing and then a uh, right and then, then a, the plates commemorative plates or whatever yeah, yeah that's crazy he says to answer accordingly uh we would then have a script and questions to provide further information to be able to take payment and place orders uh, so most of the time, the phone numbers just lead to a call center with uh, that is no longer needed. Uh, thanks. I hope that helps a little. Okay, fair enough. But then <clears throat> I have I have some news. We got something from yeah. Jamie, TMS Mashups Jamie. You mo- okay. know him mostly from his mashups. But once in a while, he'll say, hey, I got another thing I need to share with you. And I'll say, what's that, pal? And he'll say what it is. And I'm, <laughs> I'm burning time here while I open this up. 
Okay. Uh-huh, well done. Yeah, he good. sent us this number uh, that he said somehow comes out of God of War, the uh, very popular PlayStation 4 really? uh, game. Okay. And he says it works and it's worth playing. So we're going to call this number. Uh, it's an 888 number, which is a toll-free prefix, mm-hmm. I believe. And I'm going to hit uh, call. Let's just see what we get, Ryan. And this is totally sight unseen. Once again, we don't know what we're doing here. So, so here you go. This always works so well. Always does. Never, never fails. <laughs> yeah. Some kind of... By the gods, you've done it. Somehow you found your way here to me. I offer you my congratulations and my respect. Okay. Together, we shall conquer the perils that lay before us. And we shall always... Dude, dude, they did it. They found our Easter egg. Who are you? It's me, David Jaffe. I directed the game. Okay, goodbye. That's old. Let me let me let me make something really clear. I just I just want to picture Kratos for a second holding a phone up to his ear. Good job, well done. <laughs> At first, I thought, wait, is this from? So this isn't from the God of War, the recent one. This is an old, like PS, uh, excuse me, PlayStation Two era phone oh, number wow, because really? David okay. David Jaffe hasn't run that game in a decade. So <laughs> so that's like old, and it still works. So that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. All right. Well done. So does it does it just say congratulations on finding the Easter egg and then nothing? Or do they say, here's a code so you can save five dollars off the new God of War three coming out for the PlayStation three? Uh, my guess is, yeah, that would have been PS3. Um man, I'd love to I'd love that one. Anyway, but they but they uh I don't know. Maybe they do, but my guess is they just try to be funny for a little while mm-hmm. you know like they just try to be a hoot and then they fail miserably is my guess because that comedy was not working for me anyway <clears throat> there you go i don't know who played the original voice of of uh, kratos but i think that was him uh the <laughs> current voice is uh dude from uh stargate uh christopher 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 maloney nope not christopher Plumber. guest nope Nope. Christopher Plummer, nope. Christopher what? Christopher Judge, Chris, Christopher Judge, right? Christopher Judge, okay. Yeah, he was uh, he was uh, uh, Tilk on. Uh, did you ever watch Stargate? Was that the thing you missed? Was that the thing you never? Uh, I think I started. I think I watched the first episode of the pilot or the the pilot of the series and thought, man, all right, this is all right. I'm not going to continue with it's this. It's fantastic. You missed it. Out. It gets better, right? Oh, I think yeah. I remember when I talked about it, that I was watching it before. Yeah, yeah. it's like Star Trek. In that it it starts it always everything like this starts a little rough in the first goings. Um, in fact, I think the pilot was a, was a Showtime joint and it had nudity in it and everything. Um, wow. But it's so much better than that movie. <laughs> like the mm-hmm. the movie it's based on is garbage mm-hmm. compared to it. I like that. I loved Atlantis. I even like that new one that was a little bit short on seasons, uh, but it was a little BSG ish. Forgot the name of it. It's all great though, man. It's great. Mm. Okay. All right. I'm telling you right now, that's a good binge. If you like, like you once in a while will watch like through DS9 or something. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like that. You'll like yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'll give it another it. shot at some point. Yeah, for sure. All right. Let's uh, let's get it's into also some... intimidating because there's so much of it. There's a lot of it. There's a hell of a lot of it. But there's no more than there is Star Trek, I would say. TNG, right? Okay. SG1 right. anyway. But man, there's so many cool guest stars and actors and uh, Don... Oh, it's that guy we like. We I know we like him. You know the guy in Best in Show is like the he's like the judge at the end of Best in Show. 
Uh, Bob Balaban? No, bald guy. Uh, not him. Not he's also bald, but not him. Yeah. A big, big guy. Don. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, he's the colonel guy. Don S. Davis. Yeah, that guy. Don S. Davis. Oh, Don S. Davis. Yeah. Okay. He, yeah, he yep. died, but he's he's awesome in it. Uh, later on, Bo Bridges takes his job. Uh, <laughs> it's just good. It's just good. It's great. Great. Great show. <laughs> All right, I've done all the selling I can do. We're now going to Dunaway this up and have a little bit of fun with you, the listener, yeah. and Brian Dunaway, the guy, the, guy, the man. Uh, the man. He's coming in. Uh, we're going to play this right here. Minute, minute. Hey, everybody. Welcome, Brian Dunaway, to the show for another edition of Babel Royale. Hello, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Uh, it's actually, Hello, Brian. You know what we're doing today. How are you guys doing? It's We're doing okay. I, I misspoke, though. It's Tad Pooley Feud today. That's right. Oh, it's Tad Pooley Feud. Uh, well, you're uh, asking how I'm doing. I'm doing fine. Thank you very much. I just talked to you yesterday. How's it going? Oh, good. Yeah. Well, we did just talk to <laughs> me. I forgot. We, we had a little we were, virtuosity talk. Yeah, we were just hanging out. So uh, now it's time for us to hang out again. cheeseburger yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, man. That movie. Seriously. Virtuosity is it's terrible. Thank goodness it's only you've only got like ten days, guys, and then it's pulled off or whatever. Oh no, it's still on Hulu, right? We decided. So yeah, it's still on, on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, right. Not yeah. on Prime anymore, but still on uh, Hulu. Yeah, go get your fill. Uh, and and here's the thing: I consider all of the games we play Babel Royale, even though there's a game that's specific to that called Babel Royale. Maybe maybe that's not a problem. Maybe we need to call it games with dunaway or something like that as the sure i'd like that put my name in it yeah yeah put his name in stick it in there you go play with dunaway yeah play with dunaway which is <laughs> sounds weird all right hey uh speaking of playing with dunaway we're gonna play with dunaway right now and play this game called tadpooly feud brian do you want to oh we need a caller though don't we yeah i'll explain to who oh uh, yeah good point <laughs> sorry someone just called and i missed it call again 801-451-0462 that's right uh, oh, I can already see what our category is. This is fantastic. I'm so excited. Uh, I got to find the password and log in. Hold on a second. I'm scrolling back to the history. Well, don't don't think about down. it too much, Scott, because that's cheating. Oh, yeah. No, I won't <laughs> think about it. Uh, Brian, yeah, it's right there. That link will get you in and choose your color and you're ready to go. Okay, we have a listener. Let's find out who's uh, on the line. Tonight. Hi, who's this? Hey, this is Jeff from Columbus, Ohio. Jeff from Columbus, hey, Jeff. Ohio. Did we meet when I was there? Did we get to meet? We did. Oh, that's right. I knew I knew a Jeff from Columbus. I just couldn't remember where or uh, how, but that's how I know because I met you in Columbus. Uh, fantastic, yep. Jeff. It's good to have you here. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was the one that brought you guys uh, the Jenny's ice cream. Oh, you were the, you're the man. You not only brought us Jenny's <laughs> ice cream, and it was so good that the next day we decided to walk down there and get more because <laughs> we liked it that much. <laughs> That place is insane. Oh, my gosh. I can't eat ice cream anymore, but, man, that was a hell of a thing. Uh, so, yes, you're still eternally in my uh, good graces as a result. Hey, Brian uh, Ibbett, will you explain to Jeff how this is going to work and what he might win? Well, yes, I will. So it's time to play the fa- uh, the Tad Pooley View. <laughs> you almost uh, said it. <laughs> I almost said it. I've surveyed the tadpole on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian will have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Jeff, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. If your team wins, you'll get a prize package that includes D-Leveled. These are both games on Steam. D-Leveled. And the ambassador, fractured timelines. Ooh, nice. D level. Familiar with either of those? I'm not. I think Scott, you played D level, didn't you? Did I? I thought that was uh, something's familiar. Something rings a bell. Show? Something rings a bell. 
de-leveled. Cool. It's not disheveled, cool. right? <laughs> no. Okay. I remember talking about what a stupid name that is, but hey, it sounded right. like something we played before. Yeah, it does sound like something. Anyway, I'm sure they're good. All right. Cool. Uh, all right, let's give you guys a topic, and then we'll uh, we'll get into this. Uh, your topic today, hands-on buzzers, Scott cool. and Brian. All right. What is your favorite Star Wars quote? Oh, crap. I buzzed uh, in, Scott, but it didn't make a sound. Oh, sorry. What? What? <laughs> what? what? buzzed in. I, I buzzed in. Okay, you ready? Favorite Star Wars yes. quote. Um, yes. Uh, uh, these aren't the droids you're looking for. Show me oh, these aren't the droids one. you're looking for. Oh, wow. Down Seventh down. answer on the board. Six answers will beat That's it. Brian, good. can you... Uh, can you name another Star Wars quote that our oh, tab will likes? Mm, uh, mm. Do or do not. There is no try. Do or do not. There is no try. Show me that. Oh. Number two, Brian. Oh, wow. uh, you've got the option to play or pass, but our caller, Jeff, you actually get to decide who you want to play with, either Scott or Brian at this point. I will go with Brian. All right. Okay, so you'll be playing, playing with Brian. You'll be uh, helping him with answers. Brian, you have the choice of either... Actually, we're not doing that pass or play thing, right? Because we got the strikes, multiple strikes for each of you. <laughs> right. So, okay. uh, Brian, you'll be playing. And right. uh, so points are going to be going to you from this point forward. Uh, all right, name another Star Wars quote that people seem to like. Um, I'm going to go with Akbar. It's a trap. <laughs> I guess I should ask if I should guess just ask if my uh, my co-pilot here, my Wookie, agrees. Yes. Yeah. What do you think? It's a trap. Is it good? <laughs> no, I think it's a good one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Show me. It's a trap. Oh, I thought it'd be number one. Number five on the list. Uh, very good. I was sure that'd be All number one. one for... The one that Scott always says, and I can't. It. it I've heard Scott say it so many times, and I no longer I no longer associate with Star Wars. But uh, stay on target. Oh yeah, stay on stay, target. I'm too stay fat. On target. I'm too fat. I'm too stay fat. On tar- I feel fat. <laughs> Show me. Stay on target. Oh, oh man, that's not really. Bad. I would have gone no, with that. Too. I should have asked. You should have asked uh, Jeff if he liked that answer. All right, we're going over to Scott. Scott, name a uh, the Tadpool's favorite Star Wars quotes. Oh, it was so fun watching these two do it. Now I have to think for myself. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Uh, Jamie, can you isolate that? <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, let's let's go with... Um, uh, do I have to get it exactly right? No. You? Okay. No. It just roughly... So, so it's the whole uh, uh, Tatooine's of, uh, hive of scum and villainy thing. That Ooh, whole deal. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Except yeah. it's not Tatooine. It's uh, Mos Eisley. Or Mos Eisley and uh, Show me you'll never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Oh, that's good. Damn it. Oh, it was on the list, but uh, did not make the top ten. Back over to Brian and Jeff. Now, the one I was going to say, but uh, you had one? You had one? Go ahead. Uh, no, uh, there's just so many to pick from. Um Yeah. There's a lot of talking in those movies. The one that the one that came to my mind immediately was uh, the two that come to my mind immediately was I, I find your lack of faith disturbing, but I'm like that's one of my favorites. I'm, I was trying to think the tadpool would have been down with that. 
I had actually thought of that one. I'd also considered uh, the time that Leia caught him a nerf herder. But <laughs> I, I like a, a lack of face disturbing. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, show me I find your lack of faith disturbing. Uh, oh, oh really? Oh. All right. Something just occurred to me. And I I'm was gonna... worried about the tadpole not going with that one. Well, Go ahead. Something just occurred to me that, that makes me realize what we're dealing with here. Brian, you didn't say this, but it's Star Wars quotes. It doesn't mean the original trilogy necessarily. It, it could be anything. No, no. It can be all over all over the... So uh, Misa Jar Jar Binks could be in there is what you're saying. Yeah, but also yes. also something like, um, I'll say this is the way. How about that? No, that's oh, a good one. Oh, right. Because Mandalorian is a Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is the way. Yeah. My my surprise might give you a heads up as to what you're going to get here. Shit. Show me this is the way. <laughs> Gosh dang it! So everyone's I, brain I is in the movies. Yeah. All right, go ahead. No, everyone's I, everyone's thinking about the movies, not TV. I'm sure. Yeah, I I think we're trying too hard. How about May the Force be with you? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Seems like I, an easy one. I think we're really just trying way too hard. All right. Show me. May the force be with you. Oh, wow. wow. Ten Last on the one. Yes. Number Jesus. 10. I guess maybe we aren't thinking too hard there. I don't know. Yeah, you might be. All right. You guys, you guys keep going, right? Or do they go back to <laughs> you? You guys keep going. Yeah, keep going. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. In that, yeah. Ca- in that case, um, wh- what do you think about help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, or my only hope? What do you think about? Is that too general? I think that's a good one. This good one? All right. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Show me that holographic Leia thing. Uh, oh, Ooh. come on. All right, Scott. So here's the deal. Brian, uh, Brian and Jeff have three points on the board for uncovering three answers. Yeah. You need to uh, run the board with three more answers to win, two more at a tie. All right. Well, let's do the Luke, I'm your father business. Let's get that out of the way. Yeah, except that's not what he said. But go ahead. Do that one. Yeah. I don't care <laughs> if it's exactly right. We know what uh, I mean. We know. Yeah. So many people put it. Uh, show me, Luke, I am your father. it. Oh, good. Yep. Okay. yep. They put it. They did put uh, some people put Luke, I'm your father. Some people put no, I'm your father. Just plain, I'm your father. So I bundled all those up into I am your father. Yeah. Right. No, I am your father. Yeah. No. no I, that's right. Yes, I am your father. I am your father. father. All right. All right. Two uh, of so three. Two of three. Here we go. Uh, I really like Jeff, so I promise I'm not trying to hose you on this deal, but uh, I, I feel a fiduciary duty to not not throw this away, so I'm going to try. Um, let's go with... Um, uh, use the force, Luke. Use the force, Luke. Show me. Use the force, Luke. Shit! Oh, Are you wow. kidding me? Oh, I'm all right. Not kidding you. All right. Dang it. Uh, so Brian and Jeff win. The oh, round, yes. is, round is over. But yeah. let's see how. Can I? Uh, I, what, I had one more in my pocket. The one sure, I just sure. did. I did, never tell me the odds. That was one never, of the ones. Show, I, I didn't me, like they would have. Tell me. Never one, tell me the odds. Oh, man. gum. What about uh, Anakin? I have the high ground. Oh, I have the high ground. That was on the list. Like five people said that, but it wasn't enough to crack the top ten. All right. Show me number one. Come on. 
I love, I love you. you. I know. I know. Oh, I was going to do that one. In- but that's two, that's two people talking. I didn't it's think a, that it's would a, count. But it's a quote. It's a... That's a you good know, one. Some it's people a good just one. put the I know. Some people both, both put that. That tells you so much about the tadpole right yes, there. It does. it does. Absolutely. It's Two people quotes. Uh, show me number three. I have a bad feeling about this, or I've got a bad feeling about this. Any variation of the bad feeling about this, which yeah. was said in uh, just about every movie. Yeah. Uh, show me number eight. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Damn it. Oh. Empire Strikes Back. show me number nine. <laughs> We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Nah. Any, any, I uh, think about that. Any combination thereof of the boring conversation oh. anyway, all that stuff got lumped into that one. Damn it. That been uh, really, uh, I don't know. I, chat room won this one as far as I'm concerned. But oh, so did Jeff. Jeff won. Winner, Jeff winner, won. Yeah, Jeff. yeah, well done, uh, uh, Jeff. You've you've won, and I'm glad to hear that. Now the trick is you got to email Brian Coverville at gmail.com, and then right. he will transfer these prizes to you. Uh, that is well correct. Done. Do you have anything to say in your defense of why you're such an awesome player? <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Nothing. You don't got nothing. All right. That's all right. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it, though. Yeah, no problem, man. Thanks for the ice cream again. I know I don't say it enough. It was so good. <laughs> uh, all right. That's going to do it for that. Hey, Brian Dunaway, well done. Uh, good to have you here, as uh, thank always. You. Yes. You want to hear some of the ones that didn't make it onto the board, but were great quotes? Please. Sure. Please. Uh, so, I found find your lack of faith disturbing was number 11. So, just barely didn't make it. Let the Wookiee win. Why, you stuck up half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. Um mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Hello there. Just Obi-Wan the first time he sees. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, and I thought they smelled bad on the outside. No, uh, of course. It's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. No. <laughs> That's no moon. And my favorite, McClunky. Wow. Oh, nice. So none of these, nothing from the, from the Mandalorian made it in there. Nothing mm. from Mandalorian and very few things from outside the original trilogy, but but because there were some things like, because um, I think well, you did know, you, one person put, did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? I thought <laughs> not. it's not a story of the Jedi would tell you. Like that's somebody's favorite <laughs> quote. They think I kind of now it might be mine because they used it. Yeah. That's pretty funny. But I'm just saying, like I'm surprised nobody went. This is the way, or yeah. I have spoken, or you know, there's that show's full of meme stuff. I was really it surprised is. by that. It totally is. All yeah. right. Well, um, and by the way, uh, Luke Sightwalker was trying to figure out why we're doing number of answers and not points because this balances out. Seventy-eight people had "I love you, I know" out of the right. three hundred people who did the survey. So if you got that, if you got that one, it's it over. probably meant that the game would be over mathematically. Yeah. Yeah. Although do or do not had seventy-two people pick it. So yeah. The top two answers had um, uh, half of the respondents. The trick is, here's what you do. Make sure you follow uh, our Twitter account because when there's a new mm-hmm. survey going up, we post it there. And uh, yep. we'll make sure. Twitter, that Facebook. Uh, I did it on Discord, Slack, and um, yeah, we put it everywhere. Yeah. So if you see that link, don't be afraid of it. It's just a Google form and you go fill it out and you get to be a part of the thing by being a statistical, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, probability or whatever. And and another big shout out to Al- Alkabob <laughs> for uh, putting this thing together. It's it's a yeah. great uh, this this tool makes this game so much easier. I agree. Imagine the real family feud without the big board and the things flipping over. You couldn't do it. It'd be lame. Mm-hmm. Can't mm-hmm. can't live on Richard Dawson kisses alone. That's, That's right. what I say. 
Anyway. Uh, oh, one last thing on the survey front. If you put silly answers in the survey, guess who sees them? Ah. Just me. And that's it. And yeah. uh, so they're funny and I laugh at them, but they don't get counted in the results because they're, they probably don't apply. So if it says uh, Brian Dunaway's severed foreskin, you just, you just, right. you're the right. only one that exactly. ever knows. Okay. I'm the only one who gets to see it and I might chuckle at it, but, uh, uh, are you, are you playing with your microphone there, Brian? <laughs> oh, was I? <laughs> I don't know. It was a weird sound. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, uh, there's a lot of weird sounds coming out of him for our recent episode of Film, uh, Film Sack we just put up last night. It is for the uh, movie Virtuosity, a kind of terrible Denzel Washington, Russell Crowe thing from the 90s. And uh, if you'd never seen it, boy, howdy, it's time because uh, it's still on Hulu and for a few days still on Prime. No excuse not to watch it and to listen to us. So go check it out, filmsack.com. And join us tomorrow for me and Dunaway's little show called Boop. Yes. Uh, I got a weird game Boop. I found on Game Pass. Can't wait to talk about it. Oh. Super freaking weird, but I think I love it. And uh, whatever Brian picked, we picked some strange, indie, small, weird games. And we play them and talk about them right there. Uh, live at 3.30 Mountain Time at, th- at uh, frogpants.com slash TV. No, frogpants.tv is what I meant to say. <laughs> hey, uh, Brian, anything you want to add to before you go? Wow, I think you about covered it this time. Yeah, I did. Uh, I really in, I've, it's been a good one today. Yes, I appreciate it. all the things you guys do. Oh, thanks, oh, man. I'm glad you like it. Uh, yeah. And I'm glad you exist. Bye now. All right. He's gone. Yeah, he's, he's gone. We can talk about him now. Now we can talk about him. I don't watch the news. Oh, good, because we do. And it's uh, brought to you by... Brought to you by Soundography. Yeah, after uh, things like Slayer and uh, Mushroom Head and uh, Typo Negative... Hammond and I decided to, to spend some time listening to some sweet, sweet country music. I don't know which is worse. So we listened to a whole week of, to- or two weeks actually, of Toby Keith. And uh, Give me a, remind me of a, a song. Of what, what song should I know? What's a mainstream? Uh, Red uh, Solo Cup. Uh, I Love This Bar. Hmm. Um, All the stereotypes then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> what did we think? I hope I'm not giving too much away, but you can check it out by going to soundography.com to, to find out more. Soundography.com. Nice. Listen to us talk about Toby Keith. Nice. Toby Keith finally yes. getting his due on Soundography. All right. Whose idea was that, <laughs> by the way? Was that Hammond's or yours? Uh, we try to do, we, we always do one country artist every season and we bounce back and forth between old country, which I like and new country, which I don't like. Yeah. So for every Toby Keith, there is a Patsy Cline or a Willie Nelson or a, you know. Um, right. But I then mean, we I'm, also get Reba and. You, uh, you probably like right. that Coulter Wall guy then, don't you? Because he's like new, but his style is old. I do. You know who I really like, and I can't. Th- all of a sudden, I can't think of his name. Oh, and I, you mean that that's the guy that just uh, got busted with all the n words, right? Uh oh, who's that? Oh no, that's a different guy. That's Never not Coulter Wall for sure. Not Coulter Wall. No, no Coulter Wall's pretty guy. pretty independent. He doesn't. He's not super mainstream. Um, I'm trying to think no, who who's is. the guy that uh, did that really cool crossover rock album? Oh my God! Why can I not remember? Um, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Uh, no, he's a newer guy. He's only maybe put out four or five albums. Shoot. Chandler Candelier. Uh, all right. Now I'll look it up. All right. Penrose to- Vaughn st- st- Stipend. <laughs> Except I can't remember the name of the... It was like one of my favorite albums of 2019. 
and so much has happened in the last. Sturgill Simpson, thank oh, you. Oh, with the animated thing and everything. Yes. yes. Sturgill Simpson, I really, really like. That was awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I freaking love that. You got you're the one so, that put me on that. I love that. Yes, yeah, so that that'll probably be coming up in a future season. Is like a all right. Let's uh, let's play something we really enjoy. But that's Sturgeon a that's an album that Brian turned me on to. I turned Scott on to that. Yes, yeah, big big pause between the second and last letter. Or <laughs> Uh, let's get to a couple stories here. Uh, this is an important breaking one. We had to get to it. Um, we owe it to our audience, to the world, really, to make sure we cover these important stories. And here's one of them. A man was hospitalized after putting 15 boiled eggs up his anus. Oh. Yeah. yeah. How, do you, how do you feel about that, Brian? 15 boiled eggs. Yeah. Like. 15 too many. What do you think was the... <laughs> What do you think was the strong perfect devil's back? Like, like two boiled <laughs> boiled eggs? Like, I think that would be Any, that would be where you say, "Nope, yeah. I think I need I need uh, emergency medical attention." Any boiled eggs would be my answer. This is the worst. This is the worst reboot of Cool Hand Luke I've ever seen. It's pretty bad, uh, for better or for worse. Probably worse though. People just love to stick things in their bums. All right, <laughs> that's what they do. <laughs> But one recent case uh, um, will make even the most jaded of us wince, says this article. It all started when a report published last week in the Dutch Journal of Medicine uh, titled Step-by-Step Approach to the Rectal Corpus Alienum. All right. Mm. Don't know what that is. Rectal Corpus Alienum. 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 Aluminum. Rectal Corpus Alienum. Uh, in other words, how to remove foreign objects or bodies stuck in a patient's bum. A truly noble cause. Ladies and gentlemen, the paper begins. Patients who visit the emergency room because of foreign bodies in the rectum are certainly not exceptional. In recent years, the problem has just increased. On the basis of three different cases, we present a step-by-step approach for the removal of a rectum corpus alienum. One of those cases is making headlines. Patient C is a 29-year-old man who came to the emergency room around midnight because of an acute stomach pain. The study reports. <laughs> and then the, the the report goes on to say, uh, by the way, patient C's real name is uh, Mike Bailey of uh, <laughs> yep. Jamestown, New Mexico. Here's his real name. Yeah. Uh, together with his partner, he had anally inserted 15 boiled and peeled eggs while under the influence of GHB. Ah, sure. Yeah, that'll get you every time that GHB. That'll get you. The old GHB, yep. sure. Watch out, George Herbert Walker Bush. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's exactly he was right. under his influence. He's watching old tape of him G- going, G- I will not G- raise G- taxes. W-B, yeah. Read my lips. No new taxes. Oh, put the when eggs he, up my bum. Put them in. When he when he finished, they put up a big sign that said "Mission accomplished." <laughs> well, that'd be a son, but yeah, wrong, wrong, uh, wrong bush. Yes, yeah, wrong bush. Never, never be in the wrong bush. Is what I'm saying. Never okay. be a, this guy. Put him in the wrong bush. Uh, by the time the gentleman got to the hospital, he was suffering from an abnormally rapid or abnormally rapid heart rate, uh, tachycardia of 120 beats per minute, and rapid breathing rate of 28 breaths per minute. F- uh, physician, uh, or sorry, physical exam revealed abdominal guarding uh, across abdominal guarding across his entire abdomen. Basically, means it's all stuffed up with these eggs. Suspecting abdominal sepsis, the doctors gave him a CT scan, and what they saw was not pretty. Fifteen hard-boiled 15. eggs. Now this this, this, this story Don't put makes, all your eggs in one asshole. Yeah. <laughs> this story makes me think that he didn't. He wasn't up front right away with what might be the problem. Do you know what I mean? Like 
You went in going, oh, that stomach hurts. Uh, well, I've got what, some you, stomach issues. Did, uh, did you eat anything? Oh, not technically. I guess I didn't really eat anything. Yeah. Uh, Does it count if I pushed more than a dozen eggs in my bum? <laughs> then open two cartons, boil, and somebody, and J.K. Grammer points out, or somebody pointed out, uh, a diced tomato, that they had to peel the eggs while on GHB as well, which yep, yep. requires some dedication. Which makes sure. me think they didn't get get all the shells. I think they were probably, that was probably problem, problematic. Uh, anyway. Shell fragments. This story would bum my daughter out because she thinks any egg that isn't used for her amazing egg bowls in the morning is a waste of an egg. And so I'm not going to tell her about it for lots of reasons, but that's one reason. <laughs> Um, all right, one final story. Check this out. Las Vegas, back in the news. All these months later, pandemic be damned, the newest Las Vegas slot machine is 11 stories tall and dispenses used cars. Oh, man. <laughs> no way, really? Yep. This is amazing. Uh, so here's okay. what you do. Forget about being a cat or for cash at a casino. Used car shopping site Carvana has a giant vending machine in Las Vegas that accepts tokens for cars. It's 11-story structure. Uh, it is Caravana's 28th car vending machine in the U.S. I've seen these in Hong Kong or something, so I don't think this mm-hmm. is new mm-hmm. in the world, but here it might be new. This is a first in Nevada. The Las Vegas machine lights up and fits into the skyline near or skyline near the famous strip. It holds up to 39 cars that are stacked up and brought down to ground level with a special car evaluator, el- elevator. rather. Uh, you first okay. have to browse and buy the car online. Well, this isn't the same as a slot machine. I wanted people to walk by and go, Here's a grand. Yeah, I'll pull a handle and yes, right, exactly. And then yeah, that didn't happen. That bums me out yeah. slightly. Yeah, but I did want to see. Like, I like these. Um, they have them in Chicago, and I still haven't seen them. These parking garages that have this weird elevator contraption that rotates and moves the cars all independently and brings your car to you. Yeah, those like vertical parking. Yes. Things. Yeah, Tokyo had them, and I never saw them there either. But um, saw one in Hong Kong forever ago, early two thousands. And I thought, that's never coming here. And sure enough, I don't think mm-hmm. it has. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're... We can spread out more. We can sprawl more in America. We got land, man. Yeah. But in Hong yeah. Kong or Tokyo or places like that, there's no room left. So you mm-hmm. got to go You got to go vertical. Yeah. Yep. You go up. Exactly. Uh, you got to go up. It says, for go the up, full vending machine experience, uh, you're given an oversized coin from the company rep. So it's like big fat ass coin and they jam it in the machine. <laughs> and then, boop, out comes your car. Uh, they say it's like winning the jackpot, but for a vehicle you already bought and paid for online. Well, that's not the yeah, same. Right. That's not but it. You don't know which, but you don't know which vehicle, right? You do. You know what you're getting because you've already oh, done the so whole you've thing. Already, you've already okay. That's it's not it's like dumb. you paid X amount and you're going to get one of these vehicles. You just don't know which one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're getting. Well, no, that's not a. Well, no, that's you, none it, of the, that's I know not none of it's Vegas like. Right. Yeah, exactly. Is, yeah. No gambling. No nothing. It's just dumb. Unless. The gambling part is maybe you're getting a lemon because they didn't tell you that they've been in a wreck or something. Like, <laughs> that's the, that's, that's right. always the Carfax a will cost you one more oversized coin, sir. Exactly. It says it's uh, yeah. stuck right between the Mirage and Treasure Island casinos. So next time we're there, we're checking that out. Yeah. Got to get right. pictures of this stupid car dispenser. Yes. All right. Yeah. And I'm sure... Like, you're going to be waiting there for a while, probably, before you see somebody come and buy one. You know, I'm oh, guessing yeah. it's not like it's a constant, like, ooh, yeah, we're, all right, and here comes another one. Oh, and here comes another one. It's like, all right, well, we've been here for three hours. Nobody's <laughs> buying a used car. Uh, you get the impression that 
If you okay, if we were, I'll bet you when if we're there and we're standing in front of it and we sat there for two hours that we'd never see anyone come get a car. I bet. Yeah, I mean, I'd bet for a day, maybe, maybe right? if that. Yeah. yeah. And so it must be. I mean, why else would you build it other than the hype for it? But I don't know. Just the hype. Yeah, exactly. It's I to don't draw know. attention. It's, it's a weird. very expensive structure to build for this level of non-hype. Right. <laughs> for, you know, they're going to get the initial newscasters, local news talking about it. But, uh, but people are going to go and try and see this thing. They're going to... Um, uh, they're going to get bored. The word is going to spread that it's boring and then nobody's going to go there. Yeah. And then it'll be dumb. Here's what you do to make it cool. And I would do this under the right yeah. circumstances. 200 bucks get you in. All right. Okay. You go down there and for 200 bucks, you pull the yeah. thing yeah. and then you have some chance out of a hundred thousand or whatever to get one of the cars in this contraption. Now we're talking. Like, you'll actually make money. I yes, think people in Vegas right. are like, oh, yeah, this is a lark. I'll throw $200 at this. I won 200 at the at the freaking blackjack table. I'll just spend it here. So, wait, you're saying, you're, you're saying though, they're guaranteed to get a car. No, they get nothing. I'm not what nothing. I mean. I'm, I'm saying they have a percentage chance of getting a car. Okay, gotcha. Just like a real slot machine. It's like. They don't get to choose. Right, right, right. Gotcha. So, so, so it'd be still like a, it'd still be a chance. I mean, I'd say make it. Make it fifteen hundred bucks, and you have just as much chance of getting a nineteen seventy one Buick Lesabre uh-huh. versus getting a twenty ten Toyota Camry. Or yeah, like yeah. Or once in a while, to be like some hot freaking Ferrari that you could win. The yeah. odds are ridiculously low, but there's a Ferrari yes. in there, and right. then you might get lucky I think- and get it. I think if you if you're guaranteed to get a car of some sort, you'll get the drunk people coming from the strip and saying, "Oh yeah, I'll give it a shot." Yeah. You know, I'll. No, I, I look. They if they want ideas, we're idea men. We have ideas. Yeah. We also yeah. have to take a break. Bagheera we'll says there are 24 of them in the U.S. It's not a gimmick. It's online car buying, and it's cool. Yeah, but it's not a slot machine. Yeah. So all these articles <laughs> it's are not, saying, It's Ooh. not what they're trying to advertise it as. Yeah, These all these articles are all using the terms car slot machine in their headlines, yes. and that's yes. not exactly what it is. So it's a vending machine. All right. Uh, we get a diced tomato. We know what a vending machine is. We're good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hey, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to we're gonna have some guests here. It'll be great. A uh, reminder that uh, this entire process is brought to you by our supporters over at patreon.com slash TMS. If you are already a supporter, you know what you're getting, and it's great. But tell your friends because they have no idea what they're missing for very little a month. Go check it out. That's patreon.com slash TMS. All right, stick around for both Bill and uh, Stephen. They're coming up. Before that, a musical break that Brian hath brought. I hath brought an Indian in the middle today that is um, someone who's worked with a lot of people you know, but maybe isn't a name you recognize right off the bat. Mark Ribbler, who is a singer, songwriter, and producer, uh, who's worked with Little Stephen and Disciples of Soul, Bruce Springsteen, Elvis Costello, Carol King. Um, he's finally debuting his own solo album coming out June t- uh, of this year. But he's uh, he's releasing the first single from that now, and the single is Shattered. You know, you always worry when you hear stuff like this that it's going to be like, all right, well, this guy, I can see why he's why he works in the background, right? Why right. he, why he produces and writes. No, this, this guy's got some great power pop 
uh, chops working with all these musicians, Elvis Costello and Springsteen and all that. So uh, here is the song Shattered from Mark Ribbler from the brand new album, The Whole World Awaits You.
Hey guys, time to talk about Blue Chew. Yeah, that's right. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. These tablets combat all forms of ED. It can help men gain extra confidence when it comes time to perform. Well, yeah. Blue Chew is an online prescription service with no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. Uh, the process is super simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, B-L-U-E, like the color, bluechew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online. Bluechew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength of your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. Blue Chew's Sildenafil and Tadalafil tablets are completely chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it comes time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And they've got a special deal for you as TMS listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code TMS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. Promo code TMS to receive your first month for free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the show. Even the dry ice you use to break up your stool uh, reminds you of vaping. And sometimes someone is stealing the pillows. Easy listening for Office Depot parking lot taco eating. This is the morning stream. You recognize that uh, sound clip there? The uh, dry ice one, no. there, Brian? This one here? No, Even breaking the dry up the stool. Ice. That guy? That one? No. Yeah, dry ice breaking up the stool? Yeah, you don't recognize that? No. Let me play it one more time. Even the dry ice you use to break up your stool uh, reminds you of vaping you don't remember this no What's that uh, that's that john wilson guy from that how-to thing oh okay i gotcha. loved that i <laughs> loved it it's, i loved it so much that i am like i want to sign a petition for a second season what are we even doing i loved it i found it endearing in every way i laughed harder than i've laughed in a long time i thought it was amazing incredible that's hilarious. yeah weird. it's so good yeah so weird so good and now i want to come across a box of uh uh, stuffing that says Stouffer's stovetop stuffing. Oh my gosh, dude! That whole or thing. the raisin bran with sunglasses. <laughs> it was so crazy, and I was yeah. sure I'd seen the raisin bran with sunglasses. That was one that really I, got me. I was too. Yeah, I mean, there's something to that. I don't know what I'm thinking of. I think there was maybe a commercial where it wore sunglasses before it melted into the box or something. Like the 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 character of the sun was like out there going ah summer raisin bran and then. Ended up in the box without the sunglasses? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. That thing blew my mind. All right. Moving on. Where are we now? Oh, yeah. We got a call, Bill. Uh, I'm a little, little behind the eight ball here. Here we go. Uh, okay. We're going to call Bill. Uh, we got a question for Bill today from a listener. It's going to be fun. Can't okay. wait to dive in. Good. Let's yep. play this to celebrate. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Bill Duran of uh, PunishProps.com fame joins us now, all the way from uh, Seattle or thereabouts. Hello, Bill. How are you? Good morning. Big day. Lots going on. Yeah. 
got a few things to talk about. Yeah. Not the least of which is that this segment, this uh, making things with Bill segment, mm-hmm. we, we've done 200 of them. What? Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I track all of these things. <laughs> now, so that's we, not counting fitness. Not he, counting fitness. That okay. was so when you sw- when you switched over to just doing making things with Bill. Yeah, yeah. No, oh. the fitness thing started uh, about a decade ago. Yeah, like <laughs> a while ago. Show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that was pretty early on in the show's inception, but uh, I can't believe it's been two hundred of these. That means that whoever's been listening to all two hundred of these, they should all be master uh, makers now, right? That's oh the yeah, deal? totally, totally. Okay, yeah. fantastic. Uh, I'm in. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, uh, anyway, it's good to have you here, Bill. I've got I got an email. You want me to read this first, or how do you want to do this? You want to do this first or last? Yeah, let's tackle that first. All right, Later here on. we go. We got an email from Derek Q. Derek, if you're listening, this is for you. Derek says, Q. hi, could uh, you ask Bill what chemicals you should use to remove paint from an existing prop that you might want to uh, refinish or repaint? And what precautions should one take when using such chemicals? Seems like a pragmatic question about... I'm glad he asked stuff. about safety. That's good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah. What would you uh, tell? I know we've talked about these here and there, but I don't know if we've gone into too much depth about what variety of stuff is out there, how careful you should be, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did this recently. Um, I had a, uh, a wedding cake topper from my wedding, which was also more than 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, and the original paint job on it never fully dried and it ended up. 10 years later being fully covered in cat hair. So I had to take the paint and the cat hair off <laughs> and put new paint on. Right, right. So I tried a couple of different, I didn't know it was painted with. So knowing what kind of paint you worked with can help. Oh. I didn't know. I didn't paint the original. So if I did, it would have dried. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I tried a bunch of different chemicals. I tried acetone. I tried naphtha. And eventually I tried lacquer thinner, and that did the trick. Lacquer thinner is pretty nasty stuff. <laughs> now, why does that, sound, that sounds so basic? Like, when you say mm-hmm. lacquer thinner, it feels like something my uncle would have told me in 85. Like, grab yeah. me the lacquer thinner or whatever. So it's like an old school solvent, mm-hmm. right? So, so lacquer paints don't get used as much as they used to. Um, I imagine it's health and environmental concerns. Uh, because the stuff is very noxious. Um, you don't want to breathe it in. You don't want to get it on yourself. Uh, you don't want to drink it or anything. That'd be bad. <laughs> right. Uh, and it gets sprayed in the air all the time when you're working with it. So um, there are actually, like, there's a, a company called Floquil that made good lacquer paints, and I cannot find them anywhere anymore. Like, they're just less and less lacquers out there. But you go to Home Depot, you can buy lacquer thinner. Um you do want to be careful with the stuff. Now, when I, the way I stripped the paint on my uh, cake topper was I brushed a bunch of lacquer thinner all over the surface. And then I wrapped the whole thing in paper towels that were uh, and and I think I put plastic wrap around it, too. Uh, and then I covered it with a plastic container like a like a, a jug or something mm-hmm. to keep the vapors in. Right. To keep them working on that paint. And I left it for a couple hours and that bubbled the paint up and you could just like pick it off with a with like a toothpick it was so Mm. cool um and then i was able to like use a a brush to brush most of it off i did have to sand and scrape some of the paint away it's you're if you're if you're stripping paint off of anything you're gonna have to use a little elbow grease it's not all just gonna fall off magically right i can see so let's Uh, say 
let's say you know the type of paint that mm-hmm. was used on it. Do you have recommendations for maybe a couple of the most common kinds? Yeah. Of- Oh, yeah. Good question. Uh, so, for example, every kind of paint has its own thinner, right? So I have, I don't use enamel paints very often, but I do have an enamel thinner. And that's used usually to clean your brushes, to thin it, to put it through an airbrush. But also it's used to clean or remove that paint from anywhere you got it that you don't want to keep it. Yeah. So I have a, I have a can of uh, enamel thinner that I would use on those enamel paints. I would use the lacquer thinner on my lacquer paints. I do have some lacquer paints. Uh, but also, lacquer thinner kind of tends to work on everything. Mm. It's just really aggressive. Yeah, listen to this. Um, I got this uh, warning label. I want to read off a lacquer thing I found on uh, on uh, Amazon. It says danger, and then there's a skull and crossbones, like jackass style, like warning style. Uh, it says poison, extremely flammable uh, vapors may cause flash fire or ignite explosively. May be mm-hmm. fatal or cause blindness if swallowed. Eye irritant, vapor harmful. Read entire labor prior to use or storage. One quarter of the stuff. So, so yeah, they're yeah. they're pretty serious about letting you know in two languages on that front. That you yeah, be best not be eating that shit. <laughs> no, no. So, so that's the the, the best part. Read that label. Mm-hmm. I know it's like, oh, sh- I don't read the manual. Eh, read the label. <laughs> read yeah. the label on this stuff. It's super important. Sure, especially lacquer thinner. Um, generally, what they're going to tell you. This isn't an excuse to not read the label, but generally they're going to tell you work in a well-ventilated area. So don't do this in your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, do it in the garage. Do don't it on do the it porch. In the closet you can find. No, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. In your garage with the door open mm-hmm. is a good idea. Or on the porch or outside. Or if you have a large workshop like I do with th- a three-story tall ceiling that let you don't want the vapors to congregate around your face that's a bad idea yeah. or congregate around anything that might spark it uh something else to be really careful about when you're using flammable liquids is if you use a rag to clean it up and that rag is soaked in flammable liquids it is very common for that rag sitting in the trash to uh ignite yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a thing that happens isn't that weird yeah. it's so it is. weird yeah. but that's just how nasty the the lacquer thinner is yeah. when um when we moved into our current shop we had to have a fire inspection and we have a fireproof container that all this stuff is kept in and that's what the guy cared about he's like do you have any large containers of lacquer thinner like he yeah. was specific yeah. <laughs> i was like i have a small container it's in the flam- flammable proof cabinet we're good to go and he was like right on good 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 to go yeah that's good so yeah that's that's what it takes to strip uh paint off of stuff it can be really nasty really tenacious um and being careful is the most important and you i assume there needs to be you've touched on it a little bit here and there but you need to be mindful of what material you're taking paint off of obviously Mm -hmm. because if it's a certain kind of like i don't know uh crappy plastic or something or clay sure or whatever it may be like some of these may be too harsh and end up corroding the actual, you know, exactly, object, yeah, yeah. which you don't want to do. But if your props like wood or plastic, you should be pretty okay. Yeah. Although some plastics do get dissolved by certain solvents. Yeah. Do a, do a test on a scrap piece first, maybe. My, my guess is anything, <laughs> any plastic that's recycled is going to have trouble uh, holding together. Uh, so you want to watch for that. But that's uh, oh, yeah. that's interesting. Hopefully that helps you. Derek Q, let us know if, yes. if that answered your question because... Uh, pretty interesting now in the meantime i saw you making a business card and i did i made this a project go, they're like what bill made his own business cards can't believe it what a shock what a weird thing no 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 
It's not what you think. So tell us no. what you made. So I'm probably the world's biggest Highlander fan, uh, <laughs> especially Highlander the series. And uh, I wanted to I, I fixed my laser cutter. That's the story. My, my laser cutter was broken. The water pump was broken. I finally replaced it and I needed a small project to test it. Mm. So in season one of Highlander, the main character, Duncan McCloud, a couple times flashes his business card. You get a good shot of it. So I grabbed some screenshots and I made a, I drew up a duplicate in Inkscape, just a little vector graphic that I was able to use on my laser to make a stamp. I laser etched a piece of balsa wood. I don't have any stamp material on hand, so I used balsa wood, and that kind of worked okay. And I was able to stamp that design onto a nice piece of parchment paper to recreate Duncan McLeod's <laughs> business card. That's and that's it. From now on, I'm just going to make the most obscure props I, I can find. <laughs> yeah. It's just going to get weirder from here. You know what I love about this is that I was saying to you this over text, but I'll share it here. Eventually, the goal, I think, of this should be that when someone sees a wide shot of your studio or you in your home office space or wherever you may be, it's just filled with these like these uh, Easter eggs of, mm-hmm. of, of, of you know famous nerdy Easter eggs that you've gone taking the time to build and that you really have to be aware to go, oh, my gosh, I think I saw Duncan McLeod's freaking antique card thing right right yeah like i and the love most that obscure too like yeah. so for example um I, since i'm on a highlander tear we watched the first three movies the last three nights um and boy do they go downhill after the first oh, one but yeah. that's fine yeah uh, there should have been only one <laughs> there should have only been one you're right the first movie uh, for example there's a scene with an old bottle of brandy that was bottled in 1783 and i was like ah, i need to make that now yeah <laughs> I didn't, know you're such, looking I didn't know you were such a big Highlander fan. This is all news to me. Yeah, I, uh, it just got tripped last week. We were looking for a project to do, and Britt found these old screenshots I took of this business card, and I was like, oh, yeah, let's do that. And then a week later, I'm like, let's all the watch. I should watch the show again. I, I have the DVD set. I have the full six-season DVD set behind me. I can see it right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just- Back in completely. Sure. Are there not a lot of props from Highlander? Because I was thinking, well, I'm surprised I see you make more Mass Effect or mm-hmm. Skyrim props than I see you make Highlander props. But other than, at least in the first movie, other than uh, Duncan McLeod's sword, yeah, is there yeah. another? Oh, I guess the Kurrigan. Yeah, uh, he's got sword. his sword. Yeah. I have. See, the thing is, I bought those swords. I have replicas of them already. Oh, I don't, okay. I don't have the Kurgan one. I, mean, I should get one of those. But the katanas, I have one from the show and one from the movie. And those really <laughs> are kind of the the big things. Yeah. But that doesn't matter because I'm finding the small things. I'm only going to make the small, weird, obscure things from now on. I love this. <laughs> I love it. Kurgan have a mask for part? No. Or am I thinking no. of something else? You're okay. probably it's thinking just Clancy of- Brown's ugly face. Yeah, it's just yeah. Clancy Brown always looks like he's wearing somebody's mask. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you are probably thinking of episode one of the show. The bad guy, his oh. name is Slan. He wore a mask. You're right. Probably of that. You know Maybe what? That is. show's not bad. I just want to put it out there. If you're looking yeah, for like, a decent time uh, with a 90s effort ish late 90s a I guess. really good effort too especially yeah. this the back in time stuff they did a great job with the sets and costumes oh, i agree yeah, that shows better the, than the it skull, deserved to be to me the to skull me, helmet that he wears yeah it's a bit like uh we were talking before the show or maybe at the top of the show we were talking about um stargate sg1 and how much i love i love it and i really dislike the film although i think some, there's things about the movie that are okay but um i think the tv show is infinitely better i feel like that's 
true of the Highlander show if you compare it to movie two and forward. Correct. Because <laughs> the original is great. Like, it's classic. It's amazing. Yeah. It's great. But everything after that, holy, holy mother of poo on a pile. <laughs> yeah, and I watch them, and I'm the biggest fan. Yeah. And, uh, there's a lot to like about them. There's a few things. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but <laughs> but somewhere somewhere there's something to like, yeah. When uh-huh. there when you get to um the third one with Mario Van Peoples, is that the Absolutely. one? Absolutely. Okay. Yep, watched it last night. <laughs> oh, you're fresh from that hell. All right. Well, yes, well I done. am. Well done indeed. Um all right. Well, this is awesome. Uh go check it out. You can see him making this thing. The latest video is up and uh I'm watching him do the press right now on paper to test it. Uh, yeah, after making the wood thing. That's, that's so, cool. so cool. Oh, man. I love stuff like this. Anyway, if you love stuff like this, you'll find it at punishprops.com. Mm-hmm. Bill, any uh, bonus content this week? Yes. Quick recommendation. YouTube video by my friend Sophie Wong. If you look up Sophie Wong on YouTube, you'll find it. She made a cyberpunk jacket with 3D printed LED studs on it, and it looks so cool. Oh, that's She made rad. a video showing how she did the whole thing. Wow, so you just put the, I mean, I haven't watched the video yet, but is she putting the fabric down on the 3D printer plate and then just printing right onto it? Yes. That's cool. It's the coolest. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, look at that. Look at the lights moving around on that. All right. That's That's cool. That makes me want to get in and see how the patched up version of that game's going right now because I haven't played since the problems, but... I've anyway. been told it should probably wait for at least one more patch. Yeah, the one point two patch is supposed to be the big monster fixy thing, and it got delayed again. So I, I probably will do that. That's what uh, I'm waiting for. Yeah, but until then, we can make our own cool cyberpunk jackets. That's right, and business cards if needed. Mm. Uh, fantastic, <laughs> Bill Duran, everybody. Punishprops.com. Bill, have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Later. Bye now. If you have questions for Bill, by the way, like uh, Derek Q did, you can send them in to us. The morning stream at gmail.com. We're going to start doing these every week. So there's always got a, a cool question. If you're a burgeoning maker or somebody's like, I'm going to start an Etsy store where I do a thing, and you got a question, he knows the answers. So send them in, mm-hmm. just like Derek Q. The morning stream at gmail.com. All right, time to get, uh, get Steven. Gotta get Steven. Gotta get Steven. Yep. Wasn't there a movie? No, it was called Get Carter. Get Carter. Gotta get Carter. Which we would say a lot in this house. It's like, what is dinner? It's dinner time. Oh, yeah. Get Carter. Get yeah. Carter. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's pretty good. Steven Schleicher. Steven Schleicher. <laughs> hey, look who it is. It's Steven Schleicher from Hayes, Kansas and Majorspoilers.com. Hello, Steven. How are you? Good morning, Scott. Good morning, Brian. I'm good. Oh, that's good. good. That's real good. Uh, I was thinking of you the other night because I was reading. Uh, what was I reading? I was reading a weird. Oh, so the de- the de- the deceased line thing story, yeah, yeah. the DC zombies thing, yeah. Which I'm really I really enjoy it. Okay, it's it's throwaway and silly. It's Marvel yeah. zombies, but it's it's pretty fun. I have a good time with it. They're not afraid to kill major characters and kind of mess with you know long standing DC tropes and stuff. And I'm having a good time with it. However, I came upon an issue uh, that was just standalone, kind of a one off. Um, they. Do 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 comic fans still take like Super Dog seriously and things like that? Like, is he called Super Dog? I don't even know what he's called. What is he? No, called? he's a crypto. Crypto. crypto sorry, super crypto. Dog. Super Dog. Crypto. Whatever. Uh, this whole thing was like a monkey who I'm not familiar with. Apparently, he's some Glee? kind of maybe he's a detective. 
Oh, Detective Chimp. <laughs> Chimp. Detective Chimp. Yeah, Detective uh, Chimp. It, it was him, a dog, a raccoon, and, and a, but not like Rocket Raccoon style, like just a regular old ass raccoon. There was a horse involved, and he could talk to the horse. Uh, yeah. And the horse would tell him whether he was doing okay or not. It was the weirdest effing thing. And they were yeah, running away from You're talking about this. the uh, the DC's uh, super animals that are there. The horse is, uh, goes all the way back to oh, the 1950s. That's Supergirl's uh, Wonder Horse. Is it Comet? Comet the Super Horse. Comet yeah. the Super Horse. Okay. Yep. I'm, I'm very, I have very cursory knowledge of any of that. It's like, it's like from the lad days when everybody had a aqua lad and all that crap. Uh, and it, and it always struck me as I like, can't believe this exists and I know it's aimed at kids and I understand, you know, the era it came from and everything. But whenever they do a modern thing with it, it just throws me It's like, what are we doing? What are you guys even doing? But then I it think was it's just fun stuff. I mean, yeah. the DC's thing is, you know, like, like you said, it's Marvel zombies with DC and it's it's surprisingly popular. Yeah. Uh, but it's not in continuity, and there's not going to be any lasting repercussions of this. So you might as well have fun with with dumb stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I say, overall, totally enjoying that. It's fun to watch. Like, I don't know, Black Adam is currently infected, and they call it the anti life uh, virus or something. But it's basically yeah, the anti life equation. Yeah, their equation. That's it. And they're basically yeah. all out to kill each other because it's just about wiping life out not necessarily the old way like it's an interesting take on zombies like the idea yeah. of a zombie it's not exactly the trope but it it plays in that space but black adam got uh infected and now him and a few other former heroes are really causing problems <laughs> and it's great it's just fun to see how these guys would deal with it what's superman going to do i'm at a point where batman's freaking dead like they mm-hmm. even exist in this universe anymore, and Damien's trying to be Batman now, and that's never good. So I'm loving it. Anyway, just wanted to put that out there. It's pretty good. And the and the current the current run of uh well there's a there's a digital first off not offshoot. But it's yeah, basically DC's, DC's colon, dead planet. Yeah, is that it? I think that might be it. Yeah. Anyway, mm. those come out digital day and day. Uh, and and so there's just this unending I'm really liking it. Let me I, I guess what I'm saying is the DC universe no sorry dc infinite app has treated me real good so far seven seven ninety nine a month or whatever that's a great buy and again if you're if you're someone who doesn't care about the latest greatest stuff then definitely jump on this because getting comics that are three to six months old isn't that big of a deal nope uh and you'll be able to to read you know long stretches of the comics without having to wait a month for the next installment yeah so yeah i mean it's a great deal it's a binger's uh, great, a good time, and also, like I said, plenty of digital first happening there as well. So there, there are some day and date stuff. Um, but then, you know, if you want to go back and you're like, man, I'm really in the mood for Kingdom Come again. I haven't read that in years. Uh-huh. Great, it's all there, beautiful HD, zoom and enhance, baby. It's good stuff. Anyway, oh yeah, and especially <laughs> in in that one, you do want to zoom and enhance because the Kingdom Come is is Alex Ross, and if you go in and there's so many Easter eggs and things hidden in all the panels. Yeah. Uh, that are just you know tributes to the entire history of DC Comics. Yeah, he's just an it's just an amazing book. If, if you've never read Kingdom Kingdom Come, you're you're, you're wasting your time here. Go do that and then come back. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Hey, Stephen, I heard there's a Terminator anime series coming, and this is freaking me. Ah, uh, yeah. There's a there's a Terminator anime series been Terminate. ordered through Netflix. Mm. Yeah, Terminate. There you go. Terminate. I like that brand. <laughs> oh, Brian. That's terrible, but great. It is terrible. Terminate. Yeah, terminate. Listen, I, I'm not. I'm for this. B- vote me in. I don't care. They've been pretty good with these weird 
uh, things. Like the Dark Crystal thing worked well, right? I yeah. Mean, obviously, yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. anime, but it was like a continued property on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in this, but in this case, group. yeah. In this case, what I'm excited about is I think there are other proper, uh, you know, IPs to anime kind of conversion stuffs worked out pretty good. In particular, I really like that Castlevania series like a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That's that, uh, who's I forget who the writer was on that. Not Garth Ennis. Um, it should have been. It was comic. Yeah. Who's that? It should have been bad. Is what I was going to say. It yeah, yeah, have been yeah, good, yeah. And it was yeah. great. Uh, so yeah, I'm all for this. I have no no problem with this. Bring more anime to me in the form of like all you know other mainstream, even Western stories like this. I don't care. It's fine. Yeah, and this is being done with Skydance, which has produced the last two Terminator films, and uh, partnership with Production IG. So these are the people that are going to set this up and then knock it out, and hopefully, it's really, really good. Yeah, I want that. There's also a Splinter Cell series coming. Is that true? Something uh, like that. Yeah, there's some others in the works. Splinter Cell series uh, coming from uh, John Wick writer Derek Kolstad. Uh, there's an anime spinoff of the Zack Snyder uh, film Army of the Dead. So they're going to do the Army of the oh, Dead movie right. and then a spinoff anime thing, which I'm I'm all for this. I'm like the only time they've they've kind of blown this was the recent um, what was the Blade Runner like show that was on Netflix a couple seasons. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't remember what the title was, but yeah. It didn't, Joel Kinnaman didn't do so the first well. season, and then, yeah. Second season wasn't that great, but then they did this anime spinoff thing, and it was kind of terrible. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, it doesn't always work, but it this this works for me. I'm fine. Whatever. We do, we do need our next season of Love, Death, and Robots, too. While I'm yeah, oh. man, I can't wait for that. When's that happening? Do we know? Uh, not, yeah, we don't know. They said another season's coming, but, uh, I mean, uh, it takes long to a long time to do animation, but yeah. still needs to be That's- soon. Especially the way Netflix does stuff, they don't announce, you know, the or they don't approve the next season of a show until you're halfway through the current season and they can look mm-hmm. at the numbers and see how it is. And so that's why with a lot of the Netflix stuff, you literally have to wait until a year, year and a half later before you get anything from them. That's true. Yeah. Uh, well, and especially with, um, you know, this whole pandemic thing going around that could have easily slowed down a lot of the animation process. Yeah. That damn pandemic. And it's, I know it sucks. Um, all right, here's some other good news. Halo coming to the small screen. We've been waiting (laughs) for that movie forever, but here's the thing. And no, this isn't, this isn't a movie. This is a TV show. This is a TV show that has been, uh, people have been talking about what for the last decade since probably, uh, when, when the first Halo game came out, people have been talking about, Oh man, let's get a master chief series, uh, on TV. And it's been passed around and kicked around and everyone's passed on it. And finally, uh, they have announced that it will not be showing on Showtime. Mm. Instead, it is moving to Paramount Plus and should arrive in the first quarter of 2022. And this has, let's see, produced by, it's still being produced by Showtime, but being, it's airing there. You're right. So Showtime's a production, um, they have the production money. Anyway, 343 Studios is working with them. They're the current video game developer behind this franchise. Amblin is producing also, co-producing, so Steven Spielberg's got his hands in this. Uh, let's see. Zubba, zubba, zubba. Pablo Schreiber is uh, is Master Chief. Oh, no way. Really? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. he'll he'll be great. Yeah, I was trying to find some casting stuff. There there yeah. we go. Uh, Natasha McLeone. Oh, I like her. We'll play two characters, Dr. Kathleen Hazley and uh, the creator of the Spartan Soldiers and Cortana herself. Um. This is great. I think this is a long time coming. I mean, Halo is now 20 years old or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2001 or 2000, whatever it was. Oh, it was like 2002 or three, I think, right? Was it? I don't remember when the first one came out. Halo 
combat evolved i have to look it up um but anyway that's just insane that we have gone this far without any kind of there's been some animated stuff a little short stuff here and there but uh, mm-hmm. that movie has been you know been bounced around forever between um district nine guy and who else was working on that at one point guillermo del toro was going to work on it mm-hmm. then that fell through oh uh 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 lord of the rings director uh Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson was going to do it at one point. So there's been all these people going to do a Halo movie, and then TV show talk to finally get it is great. I'm stoked. Let's. Yeah, we still have to wait a year though. Yeah. Well, we'll live that long. We'll be okay. I, I think all. I think a lot of it has been done, to be honest. Mm. And uh, and they're just doing some of the final post work, but that mixed with current current situations uh, probably push some of that off for for a year. But you'd call that, and then of course they want to see how this Paramount Plus thing launches. What this week? Yeah. tomorrow yeah but is this oh, so is it early tomorrow is that i tomorrow? think it's the yeah, fourth it's sorry soon. so that'd be on thursday yeah it's real soon do they have a free tier? it just automatically changes if you're currently cbs all access probably right i have mm-hmm. no idea that thing yeah. sounds so messed up to be honest it with does. you it totally does yeah is it there's there a free tier to it or no do we know uh like a ad supported or something it says here <laughs> uh let's see everything we know about cbs all access replacement paramount plus uh I mean, honestly, as much as heat as we can give them for having all this switching around and name problems and all this stuff, it's not that different than what HBO f- freaking fumbled through to try to get Max mm-hmm. finally done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, so, March 4th is the day that it launches. It doesn't say, oh, they're going to have 30,000 episodes of TV content, 2,500 movies, 36 original series debuting this year, including the revival of Frasier. I'm actually looking forward to that, weirdly. I don't yeah, know here's, here are their plans. You can get limited commercials with one week free for $59.99 uh, a year thereafter. Yeah. Okay. So you get one week plus $59.99. And then they have commercial free at $99.99. Plus you get to download videos and play them offline. Okay. Oh, and it does say here, and the ten, there's a $10, if you want to do monthly, $10 monthly subscription, but for... That's only for a little while because they're also adding a cheaper $5 a month based here after launch that will support some advertising. Mm. Um, so basically like the Hulu, the cheaper Hulu entry point, I think yeah. is what that is. I don't know. I, I need to be convinced by a few other things to pay another 10 for somebody. But uh, I certainly didn't jump on the CBS All Access as much as I like Star Trek. It was just nothing there really appealed to me. And certainly CWC doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. So oh, even the um, Picard or the Star Trek. Discovery no, it didn't. It did not. I mean, I'm very interested in them, but I was just like, ugh. Yeah. and of course, the CBS All Access had horrible problems at launch. If you remember, people yeah. were trying to watch a discovery uh, and it just kept booting them off and mm-hmm. horrible speeds and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, see. it'll be at least a year before I look at anything on Paramount Plus, even if Beavis <laughs> and Butthead are there. <laughs> what? But the Jersey Shore. Snooki is on there. <laughs> oh, my. What shall According what to the commercials on the... Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> they have a lot of content here, though. I don't know. I mean, they, they have they have to prove themselves, but there's, there's a lot of stuff. They've got the entire yeah. Nickelodeon thing, so there's a lot of kids stuff. They got... Um, let's see. The entirety of the Paramount back catalog is pretty big. I don't know. They've got a, there, there are opportunities here. We'll, we'll see. Oh yeah. I mean, I think it may be great, but I mean, I think I'm at the, the peak of the serve streaming services that I'm paying for is okay. But back to the halo thing, it seems like they're talking about all these voices in here. Is this not, this isn't live action then, or is it? This is live action. Yeah. Live action. Live action. Oh, they Mm -hmm. keep saying everyone's a voice. That's weird. In the in the yeah. Well, remember how uh, in the first season of the Mandalorian, 
Uh, they said it was uh, Pedro Pascal, uh, and then it was just uh, his voice for most of it. Yeah. But it wasn't him for... Didn't it turn out to be mostly him in there, though? Or no? No, no? not the first season. Well, who's inside of the suit uh, of that lady that's now fired? Just kidding. That's terrible thing to say. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates, known for uh, poetry and books and all sorts of other cool stuff, is writing a new Superman film. We're looking at a reboot there. Stephen, what do you say about that? I, I don't know if it's a if it's a reboot. Uh, it's in early development. It's a new film being produced from J.J. Abrams, but I guarantee you that Zack Snyder is going to be involved with it unless he totally gets the boot from Warner Brothers, which he's not. Oh, by the way, we've got two more weeks till Justice League uh, arrives. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. But yeah, this should be very, very interesting because uh, he most recently is writing over at Marvel Comics. Uh, he did a Captain America series, and then his current run of the Black Panther will end, I believe, with issue number 28 which is coming up in April. So mm. he's got some, some, you know, some creds writing some superhero stuff. And he says he's got a whole new powerful moving Superman story that needs to be told. And he is uh, ready to crack and uh, get down and, and uh, uh, write that script. That's so great. nobody has been cast yet. Uh, there's nobody been hit, hit up for a director or anything like that. No release date, but uh, they have announced that he's going to be writing that. You think they're done with the, uh... Uh, what's his bucket? No, no, you don't think so. He will think have he'll... his. He will have his fingers in the DC. Um, oh, you're thinking. You know, you're thinking of Zack Snyder. No, I mean, yeah, I mean Zack the Snyder. guy. I mean the current Superman. Um, uh, what's his name? Oh, oh Brian Cavill? Michael Bendis. No, what did you say? Oh, you're talking to Henry Cavill. Uh, of Henry the, Cavill. The yes, Henry yeah. Cavill. Do you think he's still? I mean, he, he could. He's young and buff and rad. Why couldn't he keep doing it? He's busy with The Witcher. <laughs> He's, and, he's and busy working on that sweet, Warhammer sweet 40k. Yeah, yeah. He's building a new, and, and working he's, on Warhammer 40k yeah, stuff. Yeah, building a new PC at home and making yeah. <laughs> painting his figures. Yeah. The things to do besides earn <laughs> billions of dollars. Yeah, I, I like him. He's never been the problem oh, yeah, me for me. Too. He's never been the issue. The issue mm-hmm. is writing. The issue is directing. The issue is other things. It's never been mm-hmm. Henry Cavill. He's great. Uh, yeah. So who knows? I mean, he may be interested in this. I don't know. He should be. I think he did his three movies. I think he did his, you know, most actors today, if they're coming in for a franchise series, will sign up for three movies. And then after that, the the truck backs up with lots and lots of money. So I don't know if there's something like that in place or not. But the article that's over at Variety is basically saying, hey, no one has been hired to play Superman yet. Nothing about Henry Cavill or anything like that. I'd like to see him. Uh, You know, I also like what's his name? Tyler Hecklin, who does the Superman and Lois uh, TV show. He's really good, too. Oh, how is that? I heard that was all right. I was surprised about how well it how good it is and how well they did at it. Uh, Basically, from what I can tell, they are taking heavily from Brian Michael Bendis's run, starting with Action Comics number 1000. The um, Superman and Lois trade paperback uh, seems to also be playing a role in this. This would have been right after Convergence Mm. that that book came out uh, because there's some stuff with inner gang and stuff going on in Smallville and the fact that they move back to Smallville to raise in this TV series two kids, which is a surprise. Yeah. Um, And so it'll be interesting to see where this show goes. Okay. Now, we can't have you here and have you then leave without at least addressing where we're at with... Uh, WandaVision. WandaVision. Are, did you, how, how cut up are you? I'm uh, done. I'm all, I'm all the way up. Okay. So, uh, new the final episodes this next Friday or this yes. week. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this and last we did get a slightly longer episode this uh this yeah, it was, last uh, i think it was like 47 40, minutes although yeah. that's not the longest episode i went or maybe it's 41 minutes the, there is an episode that i think is a little bit longer than that one and that may just be okay. based on all the post credits and everything or the uh, the credits that they have to put in for all the different yeah. countries and stuff so all right i'm i'm loving it okay loving it there is uh there's more poetry and heart in that last episode than than in than uh, <laughs> most of TV this year. Like, it's just very, very good. Mm-hmm. I'm a little worried, though, that they're going to be able to sew things up <laughs> in, mm-hmm. a, in a way yeah, that, that there will, be, there will going need on. to be a season two. Yeah, there's a lot going well, on. I mean, you, you know, you've already revealed who the, the big bad is, and now they have to come to blows and, and resolve it. And that's basically once the big bad's revealed, you do that in about three episodes. So you've got the big bad reveal, the here's my twirling of the mustache moment where I reveal my evil plan and then everything comes to blows and gets uh, returned to normal. Or as Stan Lee used to say, I don't want change. I want the illusion of change. Oh, is that what he used to say? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why he's so happy with, uh, satisfied with any superhero will go through an arc and then it'll come right back around to poor Peter Parker is still poor Peter Peter Parker. Mm -hmm. Well, he was right about that. I think that was that's there's wisdom in that. It's a really smart way to do it. Yeah. It's just so, um, Man, it's so good. I just I freaking love it. And mm. I, I, the things that I like about it are, you know, so we've already got the origin story of one superhero in yeah. the form of um, uh, now I forgot her name, Pulsar. And then we've get the the Agatha Harkness uh, little bit that goes on. Yeah. But then we also kind of get an origin story for uh, Scarlet Witch, which we really haven't had. Yeah. A true origin, except that she was locked up in a cage and they were pressing her powers with her and her brother in, in Slovenia or wherever that they were right. uh, leading so into, the, had, into that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she had what, what I like about this is that it doesn't necessarily close the door for um, Magneto being introduced into the story. No, right? Because, no, no, no. oh, she's got some powers, uh, but the with the the uh, Strucker's, you know, Hydra's experiments amplified them. So I was like, OK, so mutant. Yeah, okay, but we cool. didn't get to see her family, though, before they got all blowed up. We got to see what she believes are her family. True. They're not gonna, True. They're not gonna, it'll be kind of weird to put a cow and a guy with a red helmet in there in that episode. And- <laughs> yeah. Like, they're never, I mean, it's obviously sticking to MCU rules here, but um, mm-hmm. it is nice yes. to get that background. And I didn't expect to see all that. That was really cool. I will admit, I'm a little worried about the kids. I'm a little worried about the kids. Don't know oh, where they're at. Yeah. Hope they're okay. I don't know. Agatha's a, a piece of shit, so... <laughs> uh anyway and, uh, yeah was was uh um was was uh oh my god now i can't remember her name um photon was she photon for all because the character i'm remembering oh yeah maybe that's photon i just get him mixed up monica rambo monica rambo but no was mm-hmm. was it photon or was it something else that she oh, another about that name bit. that she went by that was really cool um when she could chuck her on the ground and she got all blue-eyed and um, oh yeah, starting to see and all the frequencies Charlie and all that kind of stuff. What was it? Paul, uh, my wife yeah, goes. Okay. That yeah, happened. That scene happened. Why and my was, wife why goes. Is that not sounding right to me. Uh, my wife goes. It's like Jordy. <laughs> what? <laughs> she, goes, she sees like Jordy. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, okay, yeah. Everything's like patterns and light and infrared and everything. Yeah, anyway. I don't know. I'm not uh, all down on all of my Marvel hero history, but uh, Pulsar is the only name I know. Pulsar, yes. Yeah. Pulsar Photon. She's been a bunch of stuff. Uh, she was Captain Marvel for a while. Photon, Pulsar, Spectrum. Spectrum, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Was she ever Rambo? 
always rambling. Unfortunately, no. Okay. She uh, she never went. Well, I guess she did. She did for a while in uh, uh, as Monica Rambo, but uh, yeah, not never a character just named Rambo. No, no Rambo. There was no flute first blood or anything. No, nope, no. Nope, okay. Sadly, right. that's fine. I'd like to see her stay on a mountain and keep the government out. That'd be cool. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this is all good stuff. I'm very excited about all upcoming projects. We got. Uh, uh, Winter Soldier and the deal coming up soon. Oh, by the way, yeah, so, like in two weeks. Yeah. So I watched well, a movie so- uh, a couple of weeks ago and I loved it called The Devil All the Time. It's a Netflix thing, and I just missed it when it came out. But it's got like this really amazing cast. This very gothic Southern tale, uh, pretty dark and murderous and stuff. But anyway, it's got Tom Holland in there, so you got your Spider Man. It's got mm-hmm. uh, Sebastian Stan, your Winter Soldier. Uh. And they have a fight. Oh, and then and, oh, and uh, new new Batman's in it. Um, uh, Vampire Boy, uh, Team Team Richard or whatever. His name. Oh, his name? Uh, the face looks like a foot. Face uh, looks like a foot. Uh, looks like a lighthouse. Uh, uh, playing yes. with your wiener in the lighthouse guy. Pattinson. Bob, Bob yeah, Pattinson. Yeah, he's in it, and it's great because when I see movies like that, I go, oh, so super or Spider Man killed. Right. Uh, Winter Soldier, so we know Spider Man could kill Winter Soldier, but also he killed Batman, so Spider Man wins overall because he's the. You know, <laughs> I always do this. If, that'd be great if they were like, if those rules applied across all movies. Like, well, I saw <laughs> Lois Lane getting down with uh, Batman in that American Hustle movie, so it's got to. I don't know why that cracks me up, but it's like. I can't help it. Like when you saw the Prestige recently, recently reminded mm-hmm. me. It's all oh, it's Batman yeah, versus Wolverine. Every, yeah, it's yeah, Batman Wolverine. versus Wolverine. Yeah, yeah exactly. you got uh, Scarlet Witch or uh, Scarlet Witch. Uh, shit, I can't think of names today. So You're talking about so Black what you Widow. don't want to do? Black Widow. You don't want to go see uh, what is it? Old Boy because that's got yeah. Thanos and uh, Scarlet Witch getting it on. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, really? Oh my yeah. gosh, no, that that's bad because they couldn't. She hates him. She doesn't like him at all. Yeah, she hates him. Yeah. yeah. She did, he did By the way, uh, really quick, I, I said March 12th. I was thinking about the Marvel Legends drop. Um, those are great little vignette shows to watch for right before you watch a season. So you get Marvel Legends on the 12th, uh, which sets up, gives you all the MCU backstory for Winter Soldier, Falcon, Agent 13, and Baron Zemo. And then mm-hmm. a week later on the 19th, you get... Oh, the it's the 19th. Okay. The 19th. That's yeah. great. I'm ready. Bring it. Those are those are great for your significant other who maybe not who maybe isn't the biggest nerd to kind of give you give them that background that they might need for the show. Yeah. Well, I'm in. So sign me up for all these things. They basically they you know I already knew they proved themselves in film, but I didn't think Wandavision was going to be as cool as it is. I'm mm-hmm. totally totally taken aback by it, and it's yeah. daring and it's dangerous and it's weird and it's hard to pull off. And I don't even know how they did it. Like. Yeah, and I feel. Well, I mean, I, I'm I can hoping tell you how they did it. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> they, they they removed a Perlmutter from uh, the head of Marvel TV and uh, and moved it everything to Feige. Yeah, Feige yeah. needs to be just in charge of everything. I saw a funny Onion article, fake headline that said Kevin Feige all upset at his mom for throwing out three point two billion dollars of his cool comic stuff or something <laughs> Comics, like that. Yeah, well. and it's like that guy is just like. You see his name and you go, oh, well, I trust this. Mm-hmm. This is going to be great. Like whatever right. this, his guy's right. hands on, he is he is going to be remembered as uh, as as a one of a kind kind of guy in that regard. And then someone reminded me yesterday. They were, I don't know where I was talking to somebody online. They said, "You remember in '98 when Marvel tried to sell uh, 
all of these characters to Sony for 25 million measly dollars. Wow. And Sony really? turned it all down because they were like, we don't think we want anything but Spider-Man and the X-Men. We don't think yeah. anything else is worth it. <laughs> yeah. What well, a they bunch of... Well, they, they, were also, they were also very desperate still in the in the, yeah. in the mid-90s. So. They were, but just how stupid is Sony? Golly. How stupid are they? Oh, I'm so glad. Because so, we'd get crying, crying Captain America who gets, you know, Spider-Man 3, cry, Peter Parker turning into Disco Pete. We'd get the same thing with freaking Captain America and Thor. Uh, it wouldn't have been good. It would not have been good. But what? A, but, but imagine if those. Imagine a world so, though where they made that measly purchase, which is now worth that thing's mm-hmm. worth billions. It's so yeah, cheap. Or imagine, yeah. imagine if they had sold them Michael Jackson. Yeah. Oh, that was a thing too. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, that was a real deal. Well, based on um, a documentary I saw, it would have been nothing but heroes in their buttholes. Anyway, yeah. yeah so so now listen, uh, if you guys are interested in the licensing of comic book uh, characters, Planet Money has a great four-parter where they attempt to go and buy and license a old Marvel superhero and the process that they go through. Oh, so it's been going on the last four weeks, I want to say, and they've got, uh, they found a loophole on how they might be able to do it. And then uh, this week, I think they are actually looking at how do we take this character and turn him into something that people are interested in. I have Planet Money, and I didn't know this was going on. I will now yeah. go and make sure I didn't delete it by some dumb reason, because I really like Planet Money. Yeah, I want to say it's been the last four weeks of episodes has has done that. It's all about this guy called the Doorman. Oh, dude, thank you for saying this. I'm going to... Oh, yeah, you know it's what? Really, really Since cool. I got my new phone, cool. there were some shows I hadn't resubscribed to. This is one of them. There it is. We want to buy a superhero. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, all right. I'm in. So you think you can buy a superhero? That's awesome. Hot new. Yeah, it's, it's very cool. Very cool. Well, oh, what else is very cool is uh, majorspoilers.com. Go check it out. Yep. All this kind yep. of stuff and much more covered there each and every day. Uh, Steven, uh, any other final words before we go? Stay hydrated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well done. Uh, Brian, you in the mood for a Monday morning mashup? Only on Monday mornings am I in the mood for a Monday morning mashup. Strangely enough, today's a Monday morning, so I'm in the mood for a Monday morning mashup. What if that mashup was called Beef Bruno? Then, then how would you feel? <laughs> that change at it's all? Let's try to remember somebody's name, and I can't remember who that. Who that? Yeah, let's let's do this. All oh right, we're playing it. Here you go. Enjoy. Oh, Crest Whaler, f- off. <laughs> we curse all the time. F- off, Crest Whaler. What well. the. F- Man, jeez. What is that shit? What Brian's doing, maybe not as much. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Damn it. That's right. I I burped and talked at the same time, and that was a weird weird feeling. I didn't didn't like that. But anyway, just like freaking kale in your butthole. Just, it'll be out. Do you like MASH? I go, oh, yeah, I'd love to when I was a kid. And she goes, oh, me too. I used to watch it with an 80-year-old man. I watched it with a television, but hey, you do you. (laughs) It was projected on the wrinkly back of an eight-year-old man. Uh, I'm calling about the Jim Reeves collection. I should have said. I'm sorry. I thought this was the line for the Jim Reeves collection. And see if she gets that a lot. made it to the water. <laughs> made it to the water. <laughs> Let's talk about a New Jersey man. New Jersey man. That's right. What's his power? The ability to survive with fumes in the air and not be affected by it whatsoever. Because he lives in Newark. Excelsior. Wow. I know I was probed. How do you know? My butthole's three <laughs> inches bigger than it was when I came here. You know, this sort of thing. <laughs> You'll experience it very, very soon. Oh, sure. oh, oh. The... I know, yes. I know what it is. Uh-huh. Okay. This rhymes with Pagatha. Yeah. There you go. 
Yes. I almost, I almost put an F in front of that. What was I thinking? What was I doing? Because that is like when you do a rhyming word, you say, uh, "Yeah, I'm going to make some dinner tonight, and it's going to have some frockly or some <laughs> yeah, potatoes." Right. You know, right? Did we uh, go down a rabbit hole far enough for you, there, Robbie? Fish us out. A three-inch wider rabbit hole. Yes. Um, <laughs> Second season of American Idol. Somebody was really oh, successful. Well, Clay with Aiken did better than um, the guy that won, whose name was uh, Beef Bruno. <laughs> Beef Bruno. Uh, See, Paul, that, that uh, shows you. Paul uh, Jr. Uh, Ruben, Ruben Stuttered. Ruben yes, exactly. Stuttered. I was close. Yeah. And Ruben has meat in it. I was thinking of that. Oh, right. There you go. Yeah. Ruben Beef <laughs> Onion. What did you call him? Beef. I don't remember now. Beef. Oh, Beef Bruno. Yeah. That was it. I couldn't remember who we had assigned the false name to, but... That's right. Your your new American Idol, we couldn't even remember... Right, we couldn't remember poor Ruben Stuttered even after we'd remembered his name and called him Beef Bruno. Yeah. I mean, is he... Like, if I looked him up, would I get anything here? Let's see. Ruben Ruben Stuttered. Stuttered. Uh, It says he's uh, 42 now. Hmm. Oh, I didn't know he was born in uh, Germany. He must be an Air Force brat or something. Uh, Let's see. Uh, he's uh, currently, uh, let's see, uh, last, oh, okay, last thing he did was uh, um, 2012? Oh, no, I'm sorry, I, I take it back. There's 2018, he did an album called Ruben Sings Luther. Oh, cool, so like covers of Luther Vandross? Probably. Or um, Lex Luther. I mean, there's all those hits. I'm gonna get Superman. Yep, I've got a suit now. It's green, and I'm strong in it. <laughs> Superman's the worst. <laughs> Superman's the worst. Although they have to work together in this zombies thing I'm reading. Uh, so him and oh really? Yeah, because Lex yeah, is you know supposed uh, to be the smartest the man on earth or whatever. So they have to share ideas and stuff. What a comic story where the superhero has to work mm-hmm. with their greatest enemy. I know, weird, right? You still yeah. see it every day. Yeah. Um, the, uh, was I going to say, was another thing I was going to say, and I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I heard an album I really liked and want to recommend it. Uh, I didn't know it existed. Me and my daughter were just for some reason, we're laughing at each other while we were trying to remember the lyrics to kiss from a rose from seal. Seal? Yeah. Uh And I went seal like I do on the show. What's he doing these days? Uh So I looked up seal and seal has an amazing album called, uh, classics. Oh, yes. This is a few years old. Yeah. Yeah. It's not brand, brand new, but it's like one of the newer things he's done. And it's so good. And it's covers. Yeah. It's It's all covers of like crooner, crooner covers. Yeah. And with real big, big band backing and yes. And not, you know, not some cheesy retake or whatever. It's really good. Freaking fantastic, actually. So he's, he's put out two, um, two prior cover albums called Soul and Soul 2, or as Tracy Morgan might call it, Sowl. Mm because that's what he did last night in the Golden Globes. Great. Did he really pronounce <laughs> the, the movie Soul as Sowl? He mispronounced the movie Soul as Sowl to announce their win. Boy, that car accident hit him hard, dude. <laughs> really did. But anyway, oh, so Seal's got two. Uh, Seal Soul. Uh, so he's got two Soul albums and uh, and then this Classics one. Oh, sorry. It's called Standards. Sorry. My bad. Standards. Leninade corrected it. It's Standards. And it's very good. And it just really was what I needed. Uh for whatever reason, it just hit me right this weekend. I got a weird face, but it's kind of cool, too. 
Hey, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I just choked on this mint. Easy there. Easy there. <laughs> I choked on a mint. Uh, Apple Music and Spotify. It's everywhere. So yeah. go get it. Um, all right. That's it for the show. Big thanks to everybody for joining us today. Go to frogpants.com slash TMS if you're looking for anything that we do. Uh, it's all there. Brian, we should leave with a song. Do you have one we can play? I have a song that we can play that, that you know, somebody will like. Mm. This guy will like. Steve Blythe will like it. Greetings, Scarlet and Buckeye. Mm. In 2002, I moved from Ohio to Florida to begin working for a certain rodent-related entertainment company. <laughs> I'm sure it was uh, Rat X or, uh, sure. uh, yeah. After 18 and a half years of dedicated service, my career was cut short as I was caught up in the more than 30,000 layoffs the company made due to COVID-19. After a very stressful job search, I was able to land a great position only a short drive from my hometown and minutes from my son and his family back in Ohio. I'll be driving up the weekend of February 27th and start work on Monday, March 1st. Great. That's today. That's today. Yeah. In honor of this move back home, I was hoping you could play some variation of the of My City Was Gone by The Pretenders. Your show has been a source of laughter and happiness for me during the very stressful and depressing months of unemployment, and I can't think of a better way to celebrate my new start than with you guys. Thanks for all you do. Steve, Ziv's dad. Uh, do you know Ziv? Z-I-V? Yep. I don't. It's not ringing a bell. Me neither. Me neither. But yeah. well, this Steve is his dad. Uh, P.S. Do you think it's too early to get a fish sandwich? No, never. Uh, I never think it's too early. So I have to play it though if I can find it. Uh, is it too early? <laughs> Why can't I find it? Oh, right here. Hey, too early to get a fish sandwich. There you go. Got to mark that one red. Nice. There we go. Too early to get a fish sandwich. So um, this song probably uh, very notably is the song that. Uh, uh, Rush Limbaugh used for years as his theme song for his uh, his show. Uh, and sadly, nobody covers it. Like, I don't have any covers of this song, uh, unfortunately. But I do have another great pretender song that I think will apply because you're, you're going from no job to back to a job. So you're kind of going back to the chain gang, right? Oh, nice. So yeah. Another little pretenders thing here. Sure. Um, this one's great too. This came out on Morrissey's. Yes. I said Morrissey 2017 album low in high school. He does a great cover of the pretenders back on the chain gang. <laughs> and uh, we're going to hear it right now. Here's Morrissey back on the chain gang. See you guys tomorrow.
Just like a pigeon from hell show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com that's no proper table manners